0: In a weird way, every day is the most important thing ever of all time, but it also isn't. And don't make your decisions based on the day-to-day. Make your decisions based on the way the trend is going. My
1: perspective is usually more objective because it's not based on my experience. It's based on data. So when I say X is going to happen and then X happens, it's based on the past and the present and my projection of the future based on as d- the data that I have, the
0: awareness that I have. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth.
1: No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest
0: to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special as always episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health and your wealth. Alan is pointing to Let's Connect. I am at Never Quit Kid. He is at A Lazarus 88 on Instagram. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode number 841, last week's live podcast, How to Level Up Your Confidence Today for episode number 842, How Much Does Today Really Matter? We were going to title this, but it was too long. Today is the most important day, but also doesn't matter. And the point we're trying to make today is if you make your decisions based on the day to day flow of things and your emotional decisions i am fried because it's been a long day you're going to probably jeff that's that's the point of this episode <laughs> <laughs> so you can just uh, if you want to turn it off now you're good <laughs> you got the point it's been a long 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 it day
1: has. so i wrote this down today is everything but you can't treat it that way mm. and that's the important piece here is profound if you thank you for profound. If you I think so. Yeah. If you do one workout for 9 hours today, it's not going to actually change your physique that much. But if you break that 9 hours down into small half an hour chunks and you were to do um, what 18 days straight of half hour workouts, that actually would make a marginal difference mm-hmm. in your physique. That's really what we're talking about. John Maxwell has a great quote that I love. He says the key to your long-term success lives in your daily routine. So in this weird way, one test doesn't mean anything, but it also kind of means everything. And it's really hard to wrap your head around this concept. And one of the most important pieces of this episode is going to be this. If you allow your emotional well-being to be predicated on the day-to-day fluctuations, and Kevin's going to use an awesome analogy for this in terms of fitness, then you're going to probably end up quitting and you won't even be able to play for the long term. Mm.
0: Alan said, hey, we should really do an episode on fitness. And I said, well, what if I tie in an example that will help raise people's awareness to fitness? So the reason I wanted to do this episode is when I started doing my diet, for the first time, Alan, genuinely, I understood to a deeper level what the numbers actually meant and how it was gonna look when it was graphed out. So when I started my diet, I was 184.3 pounds. I'm just going to take you through the next, we'll just say five days or whatever. Let me do like seven, 184.3 next day, 184 next day, 182.3 next day, 183. Okay. So it seems like, Oh, cool. I lost a pound and a third. Awesome. The day after that, 184.2 the day after that, 183.5, then 183, then 183.3, then 183.5. What's the point here? None of those things are actually accurate. So, I didn't lose 1.7 pounds overnight. That's just a fluctuation. There's water weight, there's sodium. I could have eaten less heavy foods. I could have gone to the bathroom more times. There is so many different things that could be happening. If you're making your decisions based on the day to day, the decisions you make are either going to hurt you. They're probably going to hurt you because I might say, well, I lost two and a half pounds. That means I can eat way more today. No, I didn't lose two and a half pounds. That's not how it works. So the more inputs you have, the more accurate you can actually track what's going on. The second thing I wanted to, well, I don't have to have specifics, but financially people do this. And I know, Alan, I used to do this very, very heavily. When I would get paid, I would assume I could spend more. So assume Alan and I make $5,000 in a day because a lot of clients pay and everything comes through the bank account at once. Awesome. If you only looked at that, you would say, oh my goodness, Alan and Kev make $5,000 a day. What's that? $1.5 million or something. Okay, cool. If you looked at a day where we paid everything, we paid all our bills, we paid the members of the team, that might look like $6,000 gone down the tube. If you looked at that, you would say, oh, they spend $6,000 every day? How does that work? You're only seeing one blip of one piece of data at one given time. And if you're measuring yourself behind the scenes and you fall into the trap of thinking, whatever happens today is the way it's going, and you're not looking at the trend, then you're not going to be making intelligent data-driven decisions. And when I say intelligent, I don't mean uh, lack of intelligence. I just mean it's a lack of clarity or an understanding of the trend versus the emotions of the day-to-day. When it
1: comes to consistency and when it comes to small incremental improvements, the day-to-day reps matter more than I can possibly describe. But when it comes to what you measure and your emotional response to that, it's very, very important, as Kevin's saying, not to let that get you too excited or too deflated or demoralized. And the example that I had was if Kevin and I do one bad episode, that's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of 840 episodes. Mm -hmm. But if we do one bad episode that's so bad that it demoralizes us and we don't even want a podcast anymore, see, that's devastating and so the stoics call this stoicism where you don't get too high when things are good and you don't get too low when things are bad you just ride the storm out and on the nlu team we all have as you know peak performance tracking and it's so fascinating because some of the team members have been doing ppt for years and you can see their trend line a trend line is if you look at the data if you look at the graphs of peak performance tracking you can see everyone is cyclical Everyone goes up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down on the day-to-day. But if you look at the trend line, the trend line is basically the the graft average over time. Is the trend line up or is it down? And usually it's up. No matter how cyclical the day-to-day is, no matter how up and down the day-to-day is, the trend line is almost always up. And another practical example of this, I was in the gym last week, Kev, and I did... Um, incline press for 80 pounds for four reps and for 80 pound dumbbells for me that's a lot that's like a really I was really pushing it I was going for five and I barely got four Emilia had to help me a little bit and if you looked at just that snapshot it might be like you know what honestly you're pretty weak but if you look at where I started I started with 25s And then eventually 30s and then eventually 35s and then back to 30 and then maybe jump to 40 and then back to 30 and then I got injured. And, you know, if you take yourself along the journey, you might look at me struggling in that moment just to get that fourth rep of 80 pound dumbbells and go, you know what, honestly, he's not that strong versus where I started. It's unbelievable how far I've come. And so the important here, the important piece here is to be objective don't let your emotions get the, the best of you. If you if the scale shows that you gained three pounds in a day, it's not real. Don't worry. Don't freak out unless you ate like an insane amount the day before. Then in which case, like, you know, maybe, maybe uh, st- stay stricter on your diet. But if you lose three pounds overnight too, same deal. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of success in hindsight in fitness coaching. And one of the reasons why is I had a spreadsheet for everybody. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Amy recently asked me, she's like, can you fitness coach me again? Because when I was working with you, I was in the best shape of my life. She was 124 pounds. She looked incredible. And all it was, was the day to day data. I had, I had a formula set up in a spreadsheet where it tracked the average weight lost or gained to either build muscle or burn fat. So it was an average week to week run rate that was tracked over the aggregate of the data. And for anyone who's not super into mathematics, it's simple. It's basically like are you averaging at least a pound per week of weight loss or a pound um, of gained weight? And one last thing I'll say here quickly as well. Early on in my fitness coaching journey, I had a client who was pregnant and she said, Alan, the doctors told me that if I gained 25 pounds for my weight class, that would be really healthy. I don't wanna go an ounce above 25 pounds. Can we please make sure that's the case? So all I did was reverse engineer the formula. She ended up, I think at 28 pounds, but we just, because pregnant women need to eat more and more and more over time to feed the bigger and bigger and bigger baby. But we, she didn't want to overdo it. Cause I know that some pregnant women end up eating way, way, way more. And then they have trouble losing the weight later, but it was just a formula, but I wasn't looking at the day to day. Oh my God, you gained 10, uh, two pounds or, oh my God, you lost five pounds. No, it was, it was data over a nine month period. She was pregnant for a full nine and a half months or nine months in a week, and she gained 28 pounds instead of 25, but it was all calculated. And so the point is, is don't freak out if you have one bad episode or you have one bad workout or you don't feel like reading, you know, 10 pages. Instead, you only read seven. Don't freak out and, and think the worst of yourself and, and don't let don't let one small failure stop you from being consistent. But also on the other end of that, don't let one big day in business stop you from prospecting. Don't let one big day in weight loss stop you from working out the extra mile or the extra weight training. Or don't let one squat PR in the gym stop you from doing mobility. I know that's something that I've been guilty of too. It's like when I'm doing really well, oh, well, I guess I don't have to foam roll or I don't have to stretch as much, but then you get injured. So that's really what we're talking about here. Today is everything, but you kind of can't treat it that way when it comes to your emotions.
0: Hi, I'm Jennifer Hurwitz. So last year I wanted to quit everything. I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to hang up my microphone. And Kevin said, no. Kevin said, keep going, Jen. You've got this. And, oh my God, I'm gonna cry. And I did um coaches need coaches y'all and working with Kevin has been one of the best experiences of my life oh my god I'm crying Kevin you are the best I could not do this without you and um thank you thank you for being you and the amazing human that you are and it also depends on what you want I Alan and I talked about this the other day I said, it's kind of like Groundhog Day. And for those of you who haven't seen Groundhog Day, I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard enough about it over the years to get an idea of what it's about. Groundhog Day for the the main character is the same day over and over. This person lives the same day and when they go to sleep, they wake up and it's the same day over and over. And I told Alan, when I am the most successful, it's most like Groundhog Day where I go to sleep at a very similar time, I wake up at the same time, I go to the gym, I have a bunch of coaching calls, I'm so tired by the end of the day, those are the days that make the biggest impact for me. Now, it also depends on what you want. So the day-to-day can look a little bit different for you. If you say, you know what, I'm only going to do 60% today, that's a day-to-day. Is that going to kill everything and stop everything? No. But are you going to have the same results you would if you gave 100%? No. No. And I just think it's important to understand that when I, I'll speak for myself, when I say I work seven days a week, Saturday and Sunday, I don't work as much as I do on Monday, for instance, while we're recording this. Monday is a 16-hour day or however long it is. It depends, right? It depends. Where Saturday might, might be a five-hour day. I get up, I go to the gym, I have a coaching call with a client, I have every Saturday, I do some things, I set up some stuff from clients, and then I'm done. Now, does that mean... I'm losing momentum, yes, compared to my 12-hour days, for sure. Is that better than me not working at all on Saturday? Yes, for sure. So I just, for you if you're watching or listening, understand that, like Alan said, in a weird way, every day is the most important thing ever of all time, but it also isn't. And don't make your decisions based on the day-to-day, make your decisions based on the way the trend is going. And that's what we do for podcast listens. That's what we do for finances. Everything, and this is thanks to Alan more than me, everything is graft. So I am more emotional. Around the holiday season, we get less listens. It's a podcast industry thing. It just tends to happen. And I remember thinking and saying to Alan, I don't know what's going on. Our listens are way down. Maybe 25% down. And then we tried to improve. And we said, well, what can we improve? based on the data we have. Well, I think it's probably the holidays, but let's get new microphones. Let's do this. Let's do this. So that's the other thing too, is if you're going to make decisions, make your decisions based on what will improve what I think my results are, not abandon ship. Because if you abandon ship, you're never going to get the results. It's interesting, Kev, uh, and I would like to ask you this, and then we'll go.
1: Sure. What about this in particular did you not understand five years ago?
0: Trends. The the trends, I never never tracked data. I never had multiple points to reference, ever. ever. What does that mean? Go deeper on like, how did that affect your life? I was making purely emotional guesses versus data-driven decisions. So the fact that I can look at my weight and say, right now, this is purely data-driven. Right now, my goal was to get to 170 pounds by February 1st, which is, I believe, 30 days from today, if you're listening to this. According to the trend line, I'm going to get to 177 pounds because I've been Jeff in my diet, and the trend line is not going as the way I want it to as it was before. So now I, with that data can make a more intelligent decision of, well, maybe I should cut my calories. Maybe I should do more cardio if I want to get to my goal. So it just, I never had certainty of what was working and what wasn't. It was very much luck and kind of go from there. I never grafted Even when I was dieting for bodybuilding shows, I never grafted That was just listening to my coach.
1: All right, so... In college, I I did a master's in marketing and technological innovation with a concentration in e business. And one of the courses I took was on data driven financial decision making. Mm. And as an engineer, I've always been data driven, you know, uh, as a math person in general. So before we go here, all of my decisions, we even talked to Amy in our experience review of the live podcast about how my perspective is usually more objective because it's not based on my experience it's based on data yeah so when i say x is going to happen and then x happens it's based on the past and the present and my projection of the future based on as the data that i have the awareness that i have okay so how are you, how are you making decisions like what what are the what are the implications for our listeners in terms of like what are they leaving on the table by not making data driven decisions because I don't think I've ever not done this. And if I have, it was a long, long, long time ago. I would
0: say one of a couple things. One, you're quitting way too early based on the fact that you don't think you're making progress when in reality you are. If you if you only track something for four days, you're not going to understand what's really happening. It could just be a bad four days of podcast listens.
1: Or, or a really it could good be, one.
0: It could be a really good four days of podcast listens. So that... You're not capable or I don't want to say capable. You're not using improvement to your advantage where when I look and compare yesterday to today or today to yesterday, I can say, okay, this changed. Can I point at anything? Did we get a share from Dave Meltzer? Yes, we did. Mm, That's why our listen spiked. So then... From there, you can double down and say, we have to get on Dave Meltzer's show more. So you can make more intelligence decisions there. But I believe most people will probably quit. And I believe that's why dieting is so hard for people. Because you don't see results for two weeks. Really. You're not going to see real results. Honestly, you're not going to see real results in the mirror for a month. At least. You'll see them on At the least. scale, but a lot of people... And nothing against you if you're out there. I'm not trying to trigger anybody with this, but... If you're not tracking the numbers, it's going to be very very hard for you to see and maintain progress because you're relying on what you see. And oftentimes that is emotional for people. Right?
1: It's so important to understand this and 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 then we'll go when it comes to consistency and small improvements, the day to day is everything. So so here's how you here's the cheat code, here's the takeaway. We like to give a takeaway. When it comes to the daily disciplines, the daily workout, the daily Reading of the book, like just show focus on consistency. Mm -hmm. Focus on showing up. Showing up matters more than anything else. And focus on improving a little bit each day. Not based on the measurement, but based on you trying to actually get better. When it comes to the measurement, understand that it's a it's a measurement that's that's supposed to help you get better over the long term, but don't let the measurement affect your consistency or your improvement. That's really the takeaway. The day-to-day doesn't really matter that much when it comes to whether or not you're perfect. It matters when it comes to whether or not you show up. Check the boxes. Check the boxes and make sure those boxes are getting better over time. But don't let the day-to-day one bad workout affect the trend because it's really more about
0: the long term. And this is something you and I have seen and tried not to experience. People go to events. They'll go to Tony Robbins, Brendan Burchard, whatever it may be. And for the two days, three days, one day, however long they're there, you feel like you're on top of the world. You feel like you have all your habits in order. And then you go back to life and life happens. And then you fall off of those habits because you assumed the way I feel today in this environment is the way I'm going to continue leveling up my life. Live event, live event, March 26th, 2022, we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. If you show up to this room, our goal will be to impact your life where you can leave and take this back to your real life. You'll have a new awareness, you'll have new habits, you'll have new relationships. Uh, Next Level Live Is in Worcester, Massachusetts. Again, March 26th. It's a Saturday, and it's a full day. We're going to have eight speakers. There's going to be breakout sessions. There's going to be Q and As. There's going to be lunch, and it's an opportunity for you to get in a room with other people who want to get to the next level and other people where this is not only okay, but this is their life. They want to talk about goals. They want to talk about dreams. They want to talk about aspirations. They want to talk about habits. Please join us. We will have all the information as we're releasing it. But right now, Worcester, Mass, March 26th, Torioletto's headlining. We have myself, Alan, Dr. Tyron McCarthy. Uh, I don't know if we've locked. Eddie. Eddie Pinero, yes. Yep. Shout out to Eddie Panero. Sorry, I keep forgetting you, brother. So if this is a
1: testament to what we've said on this episode, in that one-day full immersion event, it's designed to immerse you in a new environment with new people, but there's a workbook that you're going to leave with so that you don't fall off your habits and so that you don't fall off what you engineered during that day. So speaking of one day that is everything but also not everything because you're going to leave with an actual workbook. Also, Kevin and I and the NLU team are now officially doing, it's now 2022, we're doing a monthly virtual event Every single month from now on. The first one is January 7th, which, if you're listening to this, is two days from today. You can register. There's a link in the show notes. You can register. Please register. We want to get an accurate headcount. There's already three people registered. These are a throwback to our old meetups. What we used to do on the live podcast before StreamYard is we used to get in Zoom and we used to, you don't have to participate, but you can. If you want to meet like-minded people, if you want to converse and be a part of something bigger than yourself, if you want to get around and network with like-minded people, this is the free place to do that. This is the only place other than group coaching where this is not repurposed. This is completely private. It's not even recorded. There's no there's no one other than the people in that actual room at that exact time. It's live. It's completely private. The first one, January 7th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's on creating consistency in 2022. If you want to talk about what we talked about today, today is everything, but you can't treat it that way when it comes to your emotions. If you're not consistent, you're not going to be able to achieve your goals and dreams, period. This is the first Time you're going to be able to be consistent. You're going to leave this room with the tools you need to be consistent every single day for all of 2022, so that it can be the best year of your life. So that these New Year's resolutions that you've probably set this past week don't die on the vine.
0: And Alan, and as Alan mentioned, it's free, totally free. If it's totally free, free, it's for me. Next yeah, level free. nation tomorrow for episode number 843. Last week's live Q and A. What if my lack of confidence is due to trauma? And that goes hand in hand with many of the guest episodes we have been doing lately. As always, at NLU, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow for episode number 843.